Hello and welcome to episode 18. Hello and welcome to the Fighting for Connection podcast. I'm Brett Nicola, a husband, father, and fun lover. Listen in as I share stories, tips, and inspiration that will move you toward the connection that you want in your relationship. What is a leader? Is a leader someone who demands others to certain expectations? Or is it someone that we all can agree on is holding like a particular position within an organization or a group of people? Or is it someone that we elect to lead? I'm asking this question because I was listening to a presentation that Simon Sinek did, and he gave this talk in Paris. And in the presentation, he talked about how we build relationships in business and in interpersonal life. More specifically, he was talking about the qualities that leaders have. He asked the listeners in the audience the same question. What is a leader? His answer was pretty simple, and it struck me. A leader is anyone with followers. Then he asked this question. Well, what is a follower? And his answer was anyone volunteering to go in the direction of another. So you put these two things together and you have a leader is someone who has people volunteering to go in the same direction as them. Now, Simon talked about this idea of manipulation within relationships. And he talked that there are ways that we can manipulate others. And now the term manipulation can have kind of this heavy connotation to it, but I want you to think of it in in terms of like um, how we try to adjust our relationships. And maybe this will help clear up this idea of manipulation. I don't think it's as heavy as maybe we feel like it could be because businesses manipulate their clients or their customers by offering the cheapest price. Or they try to communicate to their customers that this price is only available today, so hurry up and buy it, right? These are ways that we manipulate our customer. And as an employer, we manipulate the workforce by offering the highest wage or the best work environment. See, these th- these are ways that we manipulate, we kind of convince or uh, do things in our own way to get people to do certain things, right? If we offer the highest wage, we can get people to come work for us. Um, And if we can evoke some immediacy or some time constraints to like the special price, right? We can get people to buy from us. And Simon also talked about how like as parents, we can sometimes like place fear into our children to get them to listen, right? These are all ways that we can manipulate relationships. And and then Simon talked about how this is different than leadership. So within leadership, we don't use a lot of manipulation. When we're using a lot of manipulation, we're managing, right? This is management. And he said a great manager might not be a great leader, right? So a great manager can get people to do certain things, but they might not 
be necessarily volunteering to do it. They might not uh, be like inspired or wanting to do these things, but they've been manipulated in some way to, to do these things. And if you think about like someone who has really good qualities as a leader or a business that has these leadership qualities, they have followers who are willing to work for less. They're willing to purchase a product for more money. They're willing to work in worse conditions. They're willing to follow your wish with just a simple instruction. And again, a follower is someone who's volunteering to do these things, right? And they're not stuck. They're not scared. They're simply doing what they believe is best for them, but they're inspired by something outside of themselves, right? They're inspired by a leader. So this had me thinking, and it might not surprise you that I I began to think about this in terms of like romantic relationships and marriage. And I thought like, are you a leader in your marriage? What a great question to ask ourselves. Am I a leader in my marriage? And maybe a better question is to step back and consider if would I be drawn to myself in relationship? Or would I be kind of pushed away? Would I feel inspired to be in relationship with me? Or would I uh, feel kind of manipulated or feel like I'm in some way kind of forced to do these things? Would you be scared to be in a relationship with you? Would you feel uncertain? Would you feel uncared for? Would you feel inspired to be with you? Now, if you're like me, these questions probably make you squirm a little bit. At least they do for me. No doubt there are pieces here within uh, this talk that, as I thought about it, compelled me to improve, to be a better leader in my relationship. And yet, I do feel fortunate enough to believe very securely that my imperfection is accepted in my marriage. And it's so amazing to feel that. And I'm not a proponent of thinking that we have to be perfect people in relationships and we have to do the process of relationships perfect because I think this gets us stuck. And I truly think that we are imperfect and we do things imperfectly and that's okay. But if we're going to aim at anything, my vote is that we aim at an improvement, especially If, as we reflect on ourselves, we can see ways that we can become better leaders within our relationships. So with this, it seems so important that we truly examine ourselves in relationship. It can be so easy to place expectations on others, to try to manage them in our relationship. We can think they should do this more and that less, and we can quickly find ourselves coercing and manipulating our partner in our relationship to do what, so that they do what we want them to do. And we may find that we don't exactly enjoy this process. And believe me, I'm guessing that your partner doesn't really enjoy it as well. Nor does it seem like we have the ability to truly manage them, even if we would like to. They get to do whatever they want and they do whatever they want. We can, for a short period of time, for uh, certain moments, 
use these kind of tactics, these management tactics to get them to do something within the relationship. But what we found is it's not, it doesn't have longevity, right? It's not sustainable. And there's a lot of ideas out there that man who's kind of contrived or convinced against his will or uh, manipulated in some way isn't going to isn't going to stay in that relationship, right? We we don't like uh, to be that to be in that and and within like the business world, there's a lot of uh, evidence that shows that people who like work for like a very heavy handed manager they they tend to move out of that relationship at their first opportunity, right? So. While that can work and and we can manage and we can do that very well uh, within relationships, it doesn't seem sustainable. So it's here within this awareness as we look at ourselves and we see like we can aspire to be better a better leader, it's within that awareness that we can begin to look for other ways that we could do our relationship rather than trying to conjole and coerce and manipulate. And I think we have to just mention this, that the truth is we don't have to change and you don't have to change. I don't have to change. We are humans and we won't ever get everything like just right. So we might, it might become easy to think like, why even bother trying to change? Because we're imperfect and we just have to accept each other the way that we are. And I do think that that is that is a case. Like you, you don't have to change. You get to be who you are and show up the way you are, and that's amazing. And I believe this a hundred percent that the way you show up as a human is totally enough. Okay. But when I think for myself and within my relationship, I know that I want to lead. I want to inspire my wife to follow me. And to do that, I don't feel like it's the best bet to be a hard-charging manager, a critical man holding high expectations. I want to be someone who draws her in. Now, do I have the ability to make her like me or move towards me or love me or want to be with me? No. Kelsey totally gets to choose what she wants to do, who she wants to be with. She'll have her own expectations and her own opinions, and that's fantastic. But I do think that there are basic leadership principles, basic human principles that I can use that will give me the best chance I can have to be with her. And that is something I totally want. I want to be with her. So it compels me to move towards these things. And it's these basic leadership principles that are like basic human principles that I believe will help create the best relationship possible with her. So what are these principles? For me, it's to care, right? It's to care about her, to really, truly care for her, to serve her to the best of my abilities, to forgive her from my whole heart when she does harm. I want to manage myself and my own emotions so 
she's not in charge of those things. So she doesn't have to make me happy or make me feel loved or make me feel valued or make me feel amazing and like my life is uh, okay or whatever it might be. I've seen how when I can slow down to place my priorities in the right order and to take action steps that I know I need to take, I become a better leader and these qualities develop within me. So why do I do this? Why bother to change? Why, why, do you, why would you bother to change or why have you bothered to change? I think we all can find a why. And for me, like my, my deepest why on what would compel me to become a better leader, a better person within my relationship to develop some of these skills and abilities is really through my faith and what I've been taught through my religion. And it is this, that I truly believe that I'm called to do this in my marriage, to serve my wife and to be a leader in the sense that we're discussing here today. I don't do this to like get the best treatment possible from Kelsey uh, so that she does all these things that are amazing for me. And it's, it's becomes like this tit for tat kind of, of a relationship, but I do this and I, and I strive to improve in these things because I believe it's the right thing to do. And for me, that's a good enough reason why we all can really find these, these reasons. And we can also, I think, just be compelled to change because it really, I think, is a good human principle to aspire to. But maybe it's something different for you that that makes you feel that compulsion or, or makes gives you that reason for why you might change. And I know this, that finding a foundation that isn't dependent on like a feedback loop from your spouse is so important. Because it, it keeps us from needing our partner to show up in just a way to help us believe like we're moving in the right direction or we're doing the right thing or for us to keep our change or positive change that we've made. Um, because that's sometimes a trap that we get into. We tr- change and then we need our partner just to assure us the right way or uh, give some sort of feedback that helps us believe that we're moving in, in the right direction. And I think that's why this this deep kind of why needs to be something independent from that feedback loop. So you can do something that's sustainable, that isn't, isn't so dependent on that because it seems to be kind of a shaky foundation to build change on. And in this way, if we can find something like that, it allows us to show up the way that we want to really no matter what, no matter how our spouse responds to it, no matter what is happening within our relationship, we can go to this why and just keep showing up in the way that we know we can to become a better leader within the relationship. So while we don't make this change to really get anything out of the relationship, and I think it's important to hold on to that, I'm sure you can see how much more of a loving and peaceful union marriage relationship we can have when we aspire to inspire followers within our relationship, where our partners volunteer to go along with us and to have the best shot at this 
it's probably not a bad idea to look in the mirror and ask yourself, am I a leader? And if you see room for improvement, then follow up that question with, what can I do today to become a better leader in my marriage, in my relationships? And I trust that if you do this and with some thoughtful examination of those questions, some direction will come to you. Those answers are right within you. Write those things down and get to work to figure out what you need to do to move towards those things in your life. It's just one more way that we can have a connected life and have positive impact on the lives of those around us. I hope you take some time this week to do this. And I hope this inspires you to be a leader in your relationships. Go out there. Have a great week, everybody. See you next week. Bye-bye. This has been the Fighting for Connection podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast and want more content like this, check out my Connected Couples Campus, which can be found on my website, www.pivotalapproach.com, and become the difference you need in your relationship.